starting, we'll start again quickly from the beginning of Ois. Vav, right? Yeah, Ois Vav. In the English, it's on page 283. In the Hebrew, it's on page Kuf Samachai. The beginning of Ois Vav, it's the bottom of page Kuf Samachai. Vihine. Come with me. No, you can stay where you are. In order to win this war. So we discussed this at length in the last class. If you want to win the war against the Ivanim, the Ivanim are fighting a war against us constantly. And the basic theme of the Yavani war is that don't go beyond yourself as we've discussed at length don't go outside of yourself what you can perceive whether in a pnimius, in a direct way or even in a makif, in an abstract way but what you can perceive that is reality and anything that you can't perceive is not reality so the Mimer says, In order to win this battle, It's not enough to fight this battle with the Yivanim. In a logical way, because the Yivanim taint the logic. They, they make the logic impure. Because they say that anything that you can perceive is something which they can touch which they are able to spin in a way that it's, it, 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 it becomes trivialized, it becomes lowered. Not even the supra-logical Aveda, but one which is connected to logic which is Haveda Shemitzad, Bechinas Makif Techaya Makif Akarev, which is the Aveda that comes from the level of Makif Techaya, which is Makif Akarev. As we've discussed at length, Mikivon Shetimhu Gam Eskal Hashmanim Shebehechel, because the Yevanim defiled Timu, they made impure all of the oils in the Hechel, all of the oil. Even the ideas, the matters of holiness that are higher than logic, but since they're connected to logic, so therefore they're able to relate to them in the abstract. And if they're able to relate to them in the abstract, then they're able to taint them as well. So how do we win the battle? We win the battle when we tap into our Yechidah. Because our Yechida, and that is that flask of oil which the Yavanim were unable to touch, which stayed sealed with the seal of the Kayin Gadol, which remained pure, that Yechida is something which it is the essence of a Yid connected to the essence of Hashem. And when you touch this essence, then nothing can get in your way. It's that essential power inside of you that you're able to face anything. Because anything that you 
anything that you're facing, anything that you're you're battling, is something which, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, is something which it can't be different. You can't live not as a yid because essentially you are a yid. The the victory of this battle. It's through the Aveda of Mesir Nefesh. And again, Mesir Nefesh doesn't mean just giving up one's life. That's a level of Mesir Nefesh which we discuss in the next line, Mesir Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem. But Mesir Nefesh means giving up yourself, giving up your want, giving up your desires, your external reality for a much deeper yearning. The Indian Hamasir Snafishiha Amida Bitaikif Nagat Kal Hamainum Therefore the idea of Mr. Snafish is the standing with strength against any Mainaya Umaakiv, any obstacle, which is Taikif Haatsmi Shalamaila Measekalagamri which is the essential power inside of you, which is completely higher than logic. It's not a higher than logic that you're able to relate to in an abstract way from logic. It's so beyond logic that logic has no relationship to it whatsoever. And this is like the Mesir Snefesh. For Kiddush Hashem, this means giving up one's life. That it's not coming for a logical reason. And once again, as we discussed last time, the prototype for such an idea is the Akedah, because by the Akedah, Yitzchak was being offered as an Eila Tmima, something which went against everything that Avram Avinu taught everything that Avraham Avinu stood for, to do something like that is something which is completely counter-logical. It goes against any possible sense, any possible ability to be able to grasp in any which way. So that's something which is It's not coming for any type of intellectual reasoning. It's just that it can't be any other way. Why did Avram Avinu take Yitzchak to the Akedah? Because he understood that that's what Hashem told him to do. And the Satan came over to him and told him, how can you offer your son as a carbon? He said, it's, there's, it's not up for discussion. The Satan said to him, but if you're going to offer your son as a, as a carbon, it's going to be something which is going to cause such a great chilul Hashem, a desecration of Hashem's name. And again, Avraham Avinu's response was, it's not up for discussion. That level of it's not up for discussion, it's not a debate, it's not something which I can do differently. So you could tell me whatever you want on any level. 
but I'm not going to change my mind because it's not something I can change. That's the level of Yechida. That's how we battle the Yevanim. It's impossible at all for it to be in a different way. This comes mitzad ha-hiskashrus de-etzem ha-neshama. This comes as a result of the connection that the essence of the neshama has to Hashem. The etzem ha-neshama, the essence of the neshama is bechinas yechida, the level of yechida, the essence of the neshama, which is completely one, unified with Hashem, which is the idea of yechida, the inyan ha-hiskashrus atzmes hu she'iyaf she'klali yisbaifenachichasvashalem. We had on Thursday the class about marriage. There's different types of marriage. There's one type of marriage where you have one, the chassan, and one, the kala. You have one plus one, and it equals one plus one. In other words, the marriage isn't really changing anyone or anything. Everyone is there in it for their own objectives for their own purposes and they're not ready to do anything differently so they're in it as long as it's comfortable as long as it's convenient but as soon as it's not then everything changes that's one plus one equals one plus one there's another type of marriage we have the chasen and the kala one plus one but it equals two in other words there's a new union which is being created between the one and the one you have a new equation, a new number, which is existing over here, but it's, an, it, it's a number which is two. That means there's still two separate entities, but it's two separate entities which are being joined together. The ultimate marriage is one plus one equals one. This my father-in-law, who's a mathematician, so he got up by my chasana and he taught this in the name of his teacher, Rabbi Shleima Hecht from Chicago, so he taught this teaching, that one plus one equals one. That's the ultimate marriage. What's the ultimate marriage? That this is your new reality. In other words, it's a reality which is a binyan ad ead. It's there forever. This is your new life, your new existence is in this marriage. And it's not that you're two separate entities within this equation, but you're one entity now which is joined together in the It's impossible for it to be different. It can't be separated. It can't be dissolved. It can't be any different than it is. Since on the level of Yechida, it's impossible for there to be any pgam, a blemish, or a tumor, or an impurity, God forbid. Because the concept of a blemish is something that's outside of me. You can't cause a blemish in my essence. My essence 
is that's who I am. That's a truth and a reality that's untouchable. You can't affect it. You can't defile it. When you're talking about the essence, about the Yechida, that is that little flask of oil that can't be touched. Chas v'shalom, God forbid. Kedugmas hapach echad shal shaman she'echasam chais m'shalom she'kayin gadol she'ein hachitzayni mi'chaylam ligasham. Like the single flask of oil which was sealed by the seal of the Kain Gadol that the Chitzayinim can't touch it. Hine al yedeha aveda de Mesiris Nefesh shemitzad ha'yechida through serving Hashem in a way of Mesiris Nefesh that comes from the Yechida. Why does Mesiris Nefesh come from Yechida? Because Yechida says this is it. If this is it, then nothing can get in my way. As long as this is not it. As long as one plus one equals something other than one, then at a certain point it could get too difficult, too hard, too great of an obstacle, too dark of a existence that I should be able to continue to forge through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But where one plus one equals one, then... Just as I can't separate from myself, I can't separate from the other part of me, which is one. I could never separate from my yechida. In as much as my aveda, my divine service is coming from my level of yechida, then there is no guy, there is no force, there is no energy, there is no yetsarara, there is no obstacle in the world that can get in the way of me serving Hashem. And the Yevanim can come, and the Romans can come, and anyone can come. It doesn't matter. They can't get in my way. They can't block me from doing what I need to do, from being a Yid, because my Yechida is just an essence of godliness. Through the Aveda of Mesiris Nefesh that comes from the level of Yechida. Through this specifically, you're able to win the war. Just like it was in the battle of the Greeks. Simply, that means according to the deeper perspective of appreciating the battle that took place with the Yevanim, through the Mesiris Nefesh that Matis Yovanov exhibited, through the Mesiris Nefesh that they stood for, even though they were weak, and even though they were few, nevertheless they stood with complete Messias Nefesh to battle against mighty and against many. Now, at some point, as long as you're fighting for a reward, as long as you're fighting for something that's not essential, at some point, it's too much of a rabbim, or it's too much of a gibayim. The army that I'm fighting against is too many or too strong for me to continue this battle. But 
by Matisyovanov, not to battle was not an option. It wasn't a battle for an objective. It was a battle for essence. It was a battle for Yechida. And that was the battle with Mr. Snefesh that they couldn't not be there. They couldn't not do it. They couldn't not fight against them. If they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. But not to battle is not an option. So this was their battle. Mikomakim Amdu, Mr. Snafish. They stood with Mr. Snafish to fight against the Gibayim and against the Rabbim. And through this, they aroused Upalu and they affected Gamba and Shedeiram also by the other Yidin, the Anshedeiram, the other people of their generation, Limsar Nafsham Al Kiddush Hashem, to give up their lives with Kiddush Hashem, with self-sacrifice, shalloi laver aladas b'shemayfin, not to transgress Yiddishkeit in any way. Hine al yideza nitzchua In this way, they were able to win the battle. When you fight the battle in a way that eskenish zayn andrish, it's impossible not to fight. It's impossible not to be there then you're guaranteed victory as well. Then you're going to win. Why are you going to win? Because you can't not win. You can't not win. This is the essence. So, on a deeper level, and we're going to explain this in the continuation of the Maimer, when you're fighting the battle from a Yechida level, then being that the forces that you're fighting against are not going to have this Yechida level, therefore they don't really have anything to fight against you. Not for the sake of fighting. Jews are here today. Why? Because even though all of the obstacles that they faced throughout their exile tried to push them down and tried to push them down and tried again to push them down. There was always, they're fighting, they're always there with a yichida. I'm connected to the Eivishter, I'm a Jew. Becoming just one of the nations completely getting enveloped by the nations, it's just not an option. It's not a possibility. Completely sucked in. Completely assimilated. To become completely assimilated is not an option. It's not something which is it, it's it's not in the playing field, and therefore against every odd, and against every logical explanation, we're still here. Okay. When you're fighting with the yichida, then you're able to win. Let's continue on page two eighty seven in the English, on page kuf samach vav in the Hebrew, is zayin. Vihine nitzchein hamelchama shenasa 
al yedei ha'avedah de Messias Nefesh, hu nitzchein b'shleimos, the victory of the battle that t- takes place through the Aved of Messias Nefesh is a complete victory. What does that mean, that it's a complete victory? The Noisif al-Zeh shahaved the Messias Nefesh, liyaysa ba'amitzada etzem, in addition to this, that the Aved of Messias Nefesh, being that it's coming from the essence of the Neshama, it's Chaydaris, penetrates, permeates, Bechol Koychesa Nefesh, in all the powers of the soul. Ad Now, this is similar to what we discussed. In the last Maimer in Amar Abeishia, in Amar Abeishia we discussed how the level of Yerushalayim spreads out Bechal Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael spreads out Bechal Ha'elam. What that means is that you have this level of Yechida inside of you. From the level of Yechida, so you have sometimes a woman who lifts us up a bus. How does a woman lift up a bus? How does a woman lift up a bus? What? Because her child is in danger. Two days later, take her back to the bus and ask her to lift it. She can't budge it. But when she was in that situation of danger, she was able to lift up a bus. You have stories of people that squeezed themselves into areas that were so small that it's impossible for them to fit and uh, they squeeze themselves into that area in order to escape a danger but then later when it's necessary to climb out they couldn't climb out they were too stuck inside you have other situations like this as well what's that called that's called yechida yechida is an essential power inside of you that's not limited. It's not held back. When that essential power is poked, when you're touching the Yechida, then there's nothing you can't do, parents. There's nothing that can hold you back. There's nothing that can get in your way. Because your Yechida has no restrictions. But it's not enough for your Yechida to have no restrictions. There are certain times that your Yechida is able to affect your power of strength, of lifting something, or your power of contraction. It's affecting your entire self, not just your Yechida. Not just your Yechida is being expressed, but your Yechida is being expressed in such a way that it's changing you entirely. That's what it means that it's But in this situation, the Yechida is only doing it for that moment. The Aveda of Ayid is that he should allow his Yechida to penetrate to permeate his entire self on a regular basis. That means 
we've discussed before, how you have sometimes a yid, that he reaches a certain situation, where his very essential Yiddishkeit is being threatened. His Jewish identity at its core is being It's being put on on a pedestal and saying said, "Do you want this or not?" And he says, "Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad." But when it comes to living day to day life, you don't necessarily see that inside of him. Why? Because again, if you're touching his yichida, then his yichida is going to respond. But if his yichida is able to go back to sleep. If a zikhid is able to retract back inside of itself, and then you have the layers upon layers upon layers of himself, his nefesh alikis, and his nefesh ativis, and his nefesh abahamis, etc., that are covering over the yichida, then no longer is the yichida effective. You don't see it anymore. The objective of Chanukah is to allow the Yechida to shine through and through the person that you're able to see it, through his goof. You look at this person and you see, wow, there is a beautiful Yid. There is a Mesiras Nefesh Yid. Shebechol in Yan of Nikr, that in all of his matters it's recognizable as Das Tut a Messias Nefesh Yid, that this is something which is being performed by a Messias Nefesh Jew. You see him walking down the street and you see this is a Messias Nefesh Jew. There's some Yid and you look at and they're shining with Messias Nefesh. What does it mean they're shining with Messias Nefesh? You look at them and you see that they only want to do what the Ebishter wants of them. They're not interested in anything else. You feel it. You see it in them. Because it permeates their entire selves. Like it says with regard to Avram Avinu, it says, Ekev means because Avram listened to my voice. Ekev Avram Through his Mesir Snafish, Pa'al, he affected. Degam ha'ekev shalai, that even his ekev, his the word ekev, as we said, means because, but the word ekev also means a heel. Even his heel, shama, listened, hat-ter-hert, it, it, it grasped, it absorbed, tzivoy ha'kadosh baruch the instruction of Hashem. Usually, a heel is not something vast their hurt. It doesn't understand. A heel doesn't understand. But if you take, for example, a dancer. So a dancer trains his entire body, even his heel, to their hair, to absorb the dance that he is performing. This takes hours and days and months and years of training. But to the point that his heel is able to react, so to speak, to the music or to the dance, to the message which he's trying to convey, right? 
The same is true also in any physical activity, a person who plays professional sports, etc., etc. He's able to train his body that his body, they're hurt. When there is a need to run, when there's a need to sit still, etc., etc. It's something which permeates his entire self. Avram Avinu, through his Mesir Snefesh, was able to cause that ache of his heel, Hatter Hert, it absorbed. It absorbed the message of Shama, Avram Bekaili, it absorbed the voice of Hashem. The message of listening to what Hashem wants. So this is one level. He ne oid zeis, furthermore, when we're talking about the level of Yechida, it's not possible for there to be any minagid, any opposition. As far as the level of Yechida is concerned, there is no opposition. What does it mean that there's no opposition? In the English, in the note, it brings down a Gemara. The Gemara says in Gittin that if a person was passing by, the Mishnah says, if a person was passing by a pit and he heard a voice from the pit saying that I am so-and-so and I want you to write a get, a divorce to my wife so-and-so. So what's happening over here? So obviously this person in the pit is fearful for his life. He doesn't think that he's going to emerge from the pit alive. And uh, his wife then is going to be in a difficult situation um, uh, for whatever reason, whether because she's going to be a Yevama or an Aguna Rahman al-Litzlan. And uh, as a result of that, he wants to make sure that he, she is divorced before he dies. So he's calling out from the pit, but the pit is like a very deep pit. It's not even possible to see to the bottom. He's calling out from the pit that um, uh, that I want you to write a divorce to so-and-so. And I'm so-and-so, I want you to write a divorce for my wife. So the Mishnah says that he's allowed to write a divorce. So one of the sages asked, Maybe the voice came from a shade, from a demon. The answer was that the listener saw the image of a person. So the question then was posed in response that the demons can also assume, assume the visage of a person. So the answer was they saw a shadow. The question was that demons can also have a shadow. So the response was that they saw the shadow of a shadow. Over here in the English it says an umbra and a penumbra. I don't know if you know what that means. I don't. Nope. But the... Bevoya is the Lashon of the Gemara. A shadow of a shadow. What's a shadow of a shadow? A shadow of a shadow is the darkness within a shadow. Now, this form, the shadow of a shadow, is something which a demon doesn't perform, doesn't produce. A, a demon is you don't see the shadow of a shadow. 
So in Chassidus it explains on a deeper level that what is this shadow of a shadow? The shadow of a shadow is the level of Yechida. When it comes to the level of Yechida, the level of Yechida is something which is untouchable. It doesn't have any parallel in the world of impurity. When it comes to lower levels, when it comes to logic, the Nefesh Bahamas has a logic. If the Nefesh Bahamas wants something that's not his, then the Nefesh Bahamas is going to come up with a logic why it should take something that's not his. It's going to give a rationalization and it's going to give an explanation. It's going to have a logic. If the Nefesh Bahamas has a taiva, then it's going to try to come up with a reason why it needs that taiva. If the Nefesh Abhamis wants to sleep, it'll come up with a logic why to sleep. If the Nefesh Abhamis wants to fight, it'll come up with a logic why to fight. When it comes to logic, the Nefesh Abhamis has a logic right there, together with the Nefesh Alikis. Even if you're discussing a supralogical level, like, for example, parrots. You like vanilla or chocolate? Strawberry. It's such a hard question. It's a close call. Strawberry. Like, what's it called? Neapolitan? What? Swirl. Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Um, so... There are some people that like chocolate. It's Come something... Away. You like chocolate. No, no, you I like I like the vanilla. But but normal people like vanilla. But there are some people <laughs> that like chocolate. Now, liking chocolate, that's something which is completely illogical. Hey. But... Sometimes the Nefesh has illogical desires too. In other words, the Nefesh is not limited to logic. It has even a beyond logic part of itself. And where it touches a beyond logic part of itself, it's going to push and it's going to demand and it's going to expect. But... The Nefesh Bahamas doesn't have a Yechida. It doesn't have an essence. It doesn't have a core. Because the Nefesh Bahamas, if you peel away the la- layers, you peel away the lever- l- levels, you're going to peel away its shell, and then another shell, and another shell, another layer, and another layer. You're going to get to... What are you going to get to? Core. What's at its core? Nothing. There's nothing there. There's no cob. There's no essence. There's nothing on the inside. The Nefesh Bahamas doesn't have an essence. The only thing that has an essence is the Nefesh Alikis. So that means that if the Nefesh Alikis is battling from an essential level, Izzy, it looks like Yanko wants to give you a haircut. 
We have a few bachrim over here also that need haircuts. Um, no, no, I, I've got the, the shears. I, I mean, today's the day. I think before Hanukkah he needs a haircut. What do you think? All in favor of Izzy getting a haircut, raise thy hand. Everyone's um, raising their hands. Everyone's, yeah, Izzy, Izzy, I, I, I got the shears. I'm all ready. So when we're talking about the Yechida, if the Nefesh Alekis is battling from a Yechida level, then the Nefesh HaBahamis doesn't have anything to battle it with. Because the Yechida doesn't have, that's the shadow of the shadow. The Beboya, the Beboya, Leslohu. The shadow of the shadow it doesn't have, that means that it doesn't have this essence because everything else at its essence is nothing. Only the Nefesh kiss at its essence is God. When it comes to Aveda that's following logic. Even in Aveda that's above logic. But Hakshur and Tamvadas, it's connected to logic. In other words, a person who likes chocolate, so yes, liking chocolate is illogical, but, but, at least it's connected to Tamvadas. That means ultimately it's giving me pleasure. And everyone could understand that pleasure is something which is desirable. So it's Kshura im Tamvadas. It's still connected to logic. So therefore, Shaykh Shayyah Menagid. It's possible that there should be a Menagid, an opposer. As opposed to when you arouse and reveal the level of Yechida over there. Ein shayich menaged. It's impossible that there should be a menaged, that there should be anything in opposition. Since today is Yudha Dalit Kislev, I'm going to connect this also to the idea of Yudalit Kislev. Yudalit Kislev is the Rebbe's anniversary. Now, by Chesidim, we like doing things the way that the Rebbe did them. That's part of a chassid. A chassid wants to be like the Rebbe. He wants to absorb the paths, the conduct of the Rebbe, to act in the way that the Rebbe acts. That's what a chassid is. A chassid likes being connected to the Rebbe. But there's something that we do in connection to a chassana, which is trying to follow the Rebbe, but it comes out very odd, very strange. And that is in our wedding invitations, we write our invitation exactly the way that the Rebbe wrote it. Now, when it comes to the location, we write the location of the chasana. But when it comes to the time of the chuppah, we always write b'sha hachamishis, at the fifth hour. And then there's a little star, and on the bottom, you write the actual time of the chuppah, whatever time the chuppah is going to be. But why do we write Bishach Hamishas? Because that's what it said. Wait, wait, wait. Rabbi, Rabbi, you've just explained why Jews are always early or late. They're never on time. It's it's impossible. No one explains, is he? That's why you and I are the only ones in shul some days. I mean, there you go. It's like where the Rebbe says uh, you don't have to come there until like four hours later. Bishach Hamishas. (laughs) So... 
So, so what exactly is going on over here? How is this supposed to make any sense? My father liked being different. This has nothing to do with Lubavitch. My father wasn't a Lubavitch or Hasid. Um, but he liked being different. He liked doing things differently. So by my first sister's chasna, the first chasna that he made, um, uh, he wrote on the invitation that the chup is going to be at 518. <laughs> 5.18. That was the time that the chup was called for. And he, if I'm not mistaken, he wrote 5.18 sharp. <laughs> and it probably started at 5.18 sharp, at least on his clock. Um, but why do we write Bishahamishis? Why is that something which we write? So there's once an explanation that I heard that the Shahamishis, what's the Hamishis? The Hamishis is the fifth level of the Nishama. The fifth level of the Nishama is that essential part of ourselves. There's the Nefesh, the Ruach, the Nishama, the Chaya. Those are the four lower levels of the neshama. But then there's the yechida. The yechida is the fifth level of the neshama. That's a level which, as we're discussing, exists only by the nefesh is. When a person is ready to get married, he's standing under the chuppah. And the objective of standing under the chuppah is to build a binyan adiyad, an eternal edifice. What's an eternal edifice? I could build an eternal edifice. I'm a limited human being. I'm only going to be around for a certain amount of time. I know I feel like I was here forever and I will be here forever, but it's not true. I was here only for the last 40 years and I will be here only for another 80 years, hopefully or so. But I'm not going to be here forever. I don't exist forever. So how am I supposed to build a binyan adi'ad? The answer is that when you're standing under the chuppah, you're connecting not just to the makif akarev, to the close makif, but to the makif arachik, to the farther makif. You're connecting to the level of yechida. Bisha means at the hour, but bisha also means at the turn. As it says in Bereshis, Vayisha Hashem. Hashem turned. means at the turn, at the movement, at the arousal of the chamishis. In other words, in order to have a chuppah, what you need to do is to arouse the chamishis, the fifth level, the essential level that's inside of every one of us. And when you arouse this fifth essential level, then you're able to build a binyan adayad. You're able to create a union where one plus one is not one plus one and it's not two, but one plus one is one. You're able to reach an essential connection. And when you have that essential connection, that that you're building is going to be there forever and ever. So even though we didn't finish a mimer, but since it's Yudalit Kislev, we'll finish off today's class with a song. Meheira Yisham Abiyare Yudal Vechutzes Yim Kawal Sasen Vekawal Simcha Kawal Chasen Vekawal Meheira Yisham Abiyare Yudal Um, Regarding tomorrow's class, 
So it depends how late the Febrengen goes tonight. Rebbe Meshul Agurari is coming to Febrengen in Yeshiva tonight. So if the Febrengen goes late, then we'll continue on Wednesday. If not, we'll continue tomorrow. He's going to Febrengen here in Yeshiva. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Good morning, Rabbi. Good morning. What? He's coming in person?